Hey everybody, it's Maylee Thomas with Texas Homegrown Music, and I'm excited about introducing you to a new artist today, a 20-year-old by the name of Tippy Ballady that I was introduced through my friend Tate, so I want to give a shout out to Tate Mulligan. Um, I am so impressed with this young girl, and I really believe it's going to be years from now that I'm going to look back and say, hey, I had her on my show when she was 20. She's from Dallas area, but I'm going to be uh, interviewing her from California because she's going to school at USC. She was pretty much a a song prodigy, I think, at Booker T. Washington when she was in high school right here in Dallas. And she's gone out to California to pursue her dream of making music and being a great songwriter. And I think she's got exactly what it takes to have her music live on for a long time. So I'm not going to take a lot of time. I want to get to it. And before I do, I'm going to do a song off of my record called I Keep Falling. And that was a song that we wrote with our good friend Billy Falcon, who was visiting us from Nashville. And George and I wrote this song in a afternoon when when George said, I have an idea about a song I want to write that says, I keep falling. And I said, keep falling? What do you mean, honey? <laughs> falling on the ground? He said, no, I keep falling in love with you. And I thought that was so beautiful. And believe me, it was written so quickly because I wanted to catch him while he was still feeling that way. Because when you've been together with somebody for 30 years, it's pretty, pretty poetic that they're saying something like that. So we're going to do that song right now called I Keep Falling. And when we come back, we'll be with Tippy Ballad. things the good Lord gives us, it just keeps getting better. Nobody gonna steal the stars Take the blue out of the sky Diamond ring is gonna shine One of a kind like you
all you listeners, we're back with Texas Homegrown Music, and I've got Tippy Ballady with me today, and she is a Dallas girl, but she's coming to me by way of California because she's in school out there. I'm assuming that you're still mm-hmm. in school. So yeah. um, tell me about you, Tippy. Of course, you know, I met you through my dear friend, and she was when you know she knows what i do in the radio show and she came to me she goes you've got to have my friend on tippy you're gonna love her and i went and listened to her music and i've got a daughter that plays ukulele and I immediately said no okay because she she's you know she keeps me up to date with everything that's cool and i'm thinking you're pretty cool so i had to have thank you, on you. thank you so much for having me yeah, yeah. um so tell me about um, tell me about Tippy and um, this whole music adventure that you've started on, and and of course now you're in college to learn about songwriting, and so I, I want to hear your little adventure um, going into this music biz. Oh no, of course I'd love to share. Um, I started uh, music. I mean. Like from the time I was, I mean, just started talking. My mom said that I would like walk around making up songs when I was like four or five, just really, really just a, an imaginative little being, as my mom says. And um, I would do like because I was very interested in it, my mom um, thought it would be a good idea to put me in like musicals. And like I, my school program had a music, musical program for um, their music department. So I, grew up doing musicals all throughout like first to to fourth grade and then in fifth grade I switched schools and because of that I um met some of my friends who wanted to create a band for a talent show wow. and so we had really? yes really early yeah, yeah, yeah it's funny like it's funny looking at it in hindsight because I I didn't realize like at the time I mean we were just like oh yes let's create a band but then we we kind of we kind of took it more seriously um and like went to a za- this thing called Zound Sounds which is run by Mark Solomon um which is absolutely amazing shout out to Mark Solomon he's he's wonderful and it's sort of like a um school of rock program so they bring kids together to form a band and um you learn how to like collaborate all with each other so after the talent show, our, our parents stuck us in Zound Sounds so that we could like learn how to collaborate as a band. And I, um, we did that like all throughout like sixth to eighth grade. And we would play at bars um, when we were in middle school and like at fe- like, at, like little um, like school festivals and uh, just, just random gigs all throughout Dallas. And then, um, which was, so which was in your band. Oh, it was called Into It. Oh wow. yeah, we, okay. Yeah, we we had we had a slogan at the at the intro of every set. We we would say, "Are you into it? Because we are." Mm-hmm. And that was a <laughs> little thing, little corny, <laughs> but then like yeah, yeah. But then in um in eighth grade, um, I had to switch schools like for my high school because it was just the middle school. Um, and I really wanted to go to Booker T. Washington for the performing visual arts. So I started training um, classically because you have to get into a classical program there um, and would do uh, like Italian arias and um, and French songs and all this stuff. So I, I trained for that and then uh, got into the school, which was wonderful. And Booker T is really like where I was molded as like a, as a, as a solo performing artist. And I, while I was training like classically doing all the 
arias and like art songs. I was also learning about like gospel music and pop and R&B and that like being in gospel ensemble, like really like helped me cultivate my sound and, um, just, just, um, train my voice to be as healthy as it can be. And, and, uh, Mr. Myers, Nathan Myers is, is like the reason I, I am the singer I am today. Yeah. yeah. But through all took a liking to you and kind of really helped you develop your voice and trained you to sing properly, et cetera. Oh yeah. 100%. He was, he was the head of the gospel department and the opera department, but I was, um, in, I was in gospel ensemble and just being in that environment and having to project and use our voices, um, all the time he taught us how to sing correctly and use our breath control and all of that. Um, and just help me help me in a, in a performance level i for, i forgot to mention like songwriting through all of that which is, well, <laughs> which yeah, is the reason. That's, that's clearly in your in your wheelhouse because you've been writing your own songs for a long time and and i'm, I'm yes. just so impressed with the journal that, that you've already got of of songs Thank and you. just how um I mean, how relevant they are to life and obviously to your life. You can tell um, you, you pick subject matters that take you places that obviously you've been to and things that you've observed and, and feelings that you've gone through. And for those of you that are listening out there that don't know about Booker T. Washington, so it's a high school in Dallas and it's a magnet, arts magnet school that has launched a lot of careers in um in music and in other in film and all other kinds of um, yeah. cultural industries, but um, you know, right off the bat, I, a lot of people um, know who Nora Jones is, and she she was a student at Booker T. But mm-hmm. I, I, when I saw that, I thought, yeah, so it's a, such a great um, launching pad for people that are wanting to find out, hone in on what it is that they want to do clearly you had a lot of options because you 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 know you were interested in in playing music and you're interested Mm -hmm. in singing interested in writing clearly interested in performing um so i would have you were probably like a little dream student (laughs) (laughs) oh you're so sweet no i mean i just i tried to absorb as much as i could there like just because we were given the facilities to to kind of like become the musicians that we wanted to be and just I mean like you're around faculty that is in the industry or was in the industry and also right. students that are are just as hungry as you so so having those talented students there that want to go out and gig is is such like such a great environment to be in because it motivates you as well what do you remember um in those early days of playing gigs that um that you still can think about today that is relevant to playing in a band because you know a lot of kids and a lot of young artists they're much older than you were when they start playing in a band and i you know i don't not knowing that much about us you know we have a the guitar sanctuary and we also have a performing arts school mm-hmm. and uh, the, the big thing that we always push for for people starting out is it's great to, to learn to play and all that, but you need to get out and, and do it if that's something that you really want to do and mm-hmm. get out of your comfort zone. And so we push kids to perform, you know, immediately after they learn something and to oh, kind yeah. of get over. So they don't, they don't grow up with that fear of being in front of people. 
But um, what do you remember in those early days of um, playing in a band that um, that maybe still is still like a little fire for you now? Did you <laughs> did you get some kind of a, a energy from people when they were listening and you could tell they were actually getting what you were trying to say or? Yeah, um, that's a that's a great question. I've never been asked that before. Um, I. I learned a lot from being in that band and then like going into high school. Um, I, it, it was, it was like a learning experience, like learning how to collaborate with people, um, mm-hmm. like hear, hearing people out and learning how to advocate for yourself and what you want in your sound, especially if you're, if you're writing your own songs and like how to, how to voice that is super important. So having being like being in a band in a young age taught me to like speak up for myself, um, and what I wanted. Um, and it also taught me, um, like the importance of audience engagement and, and really being yourself when you're on stage, because people will, will see through like, like a persona. And I'm not saying that like some, some, some people have stage personas and they help them and they, they add to their, their performance. But for me, it was really important that I stayed true to who I was as an artist to, to, um, express myself the best way that I could to an audience. So getting to, getting to talk out and, and getting to tell them about my songs and just be, be myself on stage. Yeah. You do that really well. And I can tell you that just from the stuff that I've I've seen, I, um, I pulled up just because of the title of the song. The first song that I I played of yours was wet pavement, soggy shoes, (laughs) because that's kind of me. That's it it spoke to me. As soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, I, I dig this chick. I already know already that she's got the same kind of vibe I would have if I was growing up in this time frame. And, so um, I really, really did identify with the songwriting that you did there. And um, you want to give me a little lead in before we play that song? Yeah, of course. Um, I wrote this um, in in high school. I It was honestly, it started as a song about this guy that I liked, but he kind of wasn't the best person towards me. And so I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to write a song about him. He does not deserve my time of day. And I'm going to write about um, Timothy Chalamet instead. And I don't know if you know who Timothy Chalamet is, or if you, you might, having a daughter. But do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the, fa- the, the actor. I was very much in love with him in high school. Um, still am <laughs> now. A little less. It's pulled back. It's tamed. But it's about this fake relationship that I wish that I had with him. And oh, it's falling you. through the cracks. It was a I whole, it was a whole it. story. Yeah. I had one of those many, many years ago with Brandon Lee from the crow. And, oh, yeah. um, and then I, I mean, and I, and I, and, and then he dies on me. I have this, yeah, I have, and I'm not one to ever have any kind of a crush like that on anybody. I'm, I'm, no. that's not my kind thing but it did and so and to this day it's like I for some reason my soul just really was hurting over that I I I'm so sorry that's terrible but but I'm I'm the same way like I have really never had like a celebrity crush like that I feel like the only other one was was Eddie Redman or Redmayne and and Les Mis I was 
just I, but I was also just like his voice like it uh, it melts me yeah. um but Timmy Chalamet was that's the first one that's what the song is about and that gives it that that opens it up for me that's one reason why I love to do these interviews and I love to hear the premise um even though we all know that songs can songs are so personal and I mean for the listener because mm-hmm. you have meant it for something but it, depending on where you heard it and how you heard it and what place you were in in your life is how it's going to speak to you so mm. i know song is going to do that for a lot of people out there so we're going to play uh wet pavement soggy shoes from tippy ballady yes because <laughs> i've been saying it wrong for weeks <laughs> for a week <laughs> you're fine you're fine you you, you got it We'll play it right now. We'll be back with Texas Homegrown Music with yours truly, Maylee Thomas and Tippy, And we're going to talk about Little House and the video that you did with, that I, I know that was exciting. So we'll be right back after this song, Wet Pavement, Soggy Shoes. Today, as it started to rain, I took a walk down memory lane. And I thought about your soggy shoes and the way you listen to the blues when it
Tippy, and I'm just going to call you Tippy and forget the last name right now. That's fine. I know you said it's like a ballad, so mm-hmm. ballad, correct? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, you'll, you'll learn later on if you get to know me that I kind of say words the way I want to. I'm one of those people that says cauliflower instead of, like, instead of cauliflower. <laughs> no, I mean, you're completely fine as long as you get the first name right. I don't really care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all good. I have a name that's really strange anyway with, you know, May Lee, and it's been yeah. completely weird my whole life. Really? So I think if I, oh yeah, I, I've had people call me, you know, they get it twisted. I've had it, them say lay me before. A lot of Mary Lee's, a lot of Mary Lynn, you wow. know, May Lynn. Yeah. But anyway. So um, listening and, and listening to your music and, and reading about you, Tippy, you obviously are one of those chicks that's kind of different. And when I say different, I mean in a, in a very good way. Thank but you. it's you. Um, you have your own style, uh, and I saw some of your photos, by the way. And I did a photo session with Cal and Allie as well. Oh, and hey. oh they're great. Um, my husband and I did it, and because um, oh. we go, we have another little th- gig that we do um, called Maylee and the Mayor, and they thought that was really funny. So we went and did a really cute little photo session together, and had a lot of fun. And I and I admire a lot of the artists that they are they have. In fact, I met Charlie Crockett for the first time last Saturday night. He was on oh, my no stage. Way. Yeah, and so he for T, for Texas Music Revolution. So that was a lot of fun. And I know that he did a big session with Cal and Allie. And if your yes. listeners are right now and you want some smoking killer photos, you need to get with Cal and Allie. And that's C A L A L Y. They are. I, I would say they're probably world renowned at this point because they've done so many really cool sessions with people, mm-hmm. you know, from all, from music to film, and uh, and they just make you feel so comfortable. And the pictures that they did of you, of course, you have to have a really good subject, but they're really. <laughs> I love how they caught your personality in so many different pictures. Thank so you. I, I had to be happy with the results. No, they're. they're... They're incredible. Yeah, they really, they really helped me um, feel feel good in front of the camera because I that was probably like one of the first photo shoots I had I'd ever done to that level. Um, right. And yeah, it, it's obviously like it's an adjustment getting used to like being in front of the camera when someone just pointed something at you. Yeah, but and they get they, they, close. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, very close and personal. But they put on they right up in your grill. <laughs> yeah, no, no. They they put on some music and it made me feel better. And I was just dancing around and doing doing my do. Yeah, yeah. but they're great. Oh, it was great. I loved it. Well, speaking of pictures, so you you did the, so you've written this um, song called Little House that you released mm-hmm. last year, and then yeah. you did a video. And I think you just released the video recently. Is that true? Yes. Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, tell me about Little House and then tell me about the experience of doing that video, because a lot of our listeners probably like to know what that's all about. No, of course. Um, well, I wrote Little House about the first time that I ever got my heart broken. Um, and it was sort of fallen in love. Sorry. So you have fallen in love before. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. And I'm currently currently am in love um, with oh a much Yes, with a much which with a much better person. Um, okay. 
Yes. Uh, and, um, but Little House is about not, not who, someone who was not the best person to me again. Um, and I was so frustrated with him that it's honestly the same person that, that what payment and song shoes was originally supposed to be about. Um, but I was like, I don't want to write a song about him. So I'm going to write a song about a house instead. And it's sort of just a metaphor for like building up all these promises with someone, just like imagining a future with them or just, um, just wanting to spend all your time with them and then them not following through with that and coming to terms with that yourself. So that's what it's, that's, that's what the song is about. So um, and this is off the uh, subject a little bit, but not really. Are mm-hmm. you a believer in being in love with the same person for the rest of your life? Ooh, um, I am. I, I believe in like true love. I, I'm a very monotonous. I mean, you know, and I don't, I don't know if, if true love is really the right way to say it. Well, I think the world has kind of done that, but um, knowing because, and I'm saying this because I'm coming from an, an, a different, a completely different um, era of, of mm-hmm. people. You know, and I, I've got a daughter that's your age. So my youngest is your age. I've got four from 30. Oh, to crazy. Uh, 30 to 20. Yeah. Four. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we have these discussions and I always like, and you know, her view of it is so different. She's like, mom, I mean, I can't even imagine us believing that we're supposed to just be in love with this one person for the rest of our life. And, and I said, well, that thought is kind of hard, but when mm-hmm. you're in it, it's not so hard. I mean, it is, but you have to make up your mind that that's what you want to do because the feelings are going to change and you, you know, you're, and and I don't want to discount love. I think love is love regardless. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter how old you are. You you know, when you are in love and, but you also know that by this time that there are some days where you're like, oh, we're, we're, we're both, we're connecting. And then there's other days where you're just not, but doesn't mean you're not in love. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like a great, um, view I don't know like a view of that is just like the people that you're friends with sometimes you're gonna have off days and sometimes you're gonna like be just like like cackling on the floor together just laugh laughing your faces off so I mean in in essence like like a good relationship should be like a, a very good friendship you should have like this solid bond and if you're basing it off of that I mean obviously there's a whole another level that's attached to it as well like this other form of attraction um which is also very important but if you have that strong foundation of friendship um at least i mean i'm speaking from like a very inexperienced standpoint like i i'm only 20 years old so i don't i don't want to like i don't want to give anyone that much advice i'm but at least that's what i've experienced so far as having that strong foundation of friendship and understanding and communication with each other um, then everything else should be able to fall into place a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're in love. Yes. <laughs> I am. Great. Is he at school with you? Yeah. He's actually in the room right now. He's, he's, oh, he is? <laughs> yeah. He surprised yeah. me. Yeah. He'll show you him. He's over there. <laughs> yeah. How are you? <laughs> she asked, how are you doing? I'm doing good. He said he's doing good. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But he came, he came and surprised me. Um, he, he was, he's, he lives in San Francisco. 
uh, well in the Bay. And, um, I, I told him that I was coming here for like a month and I'm going to go back in Dallas um, next month. And so he surprised me and flew out um, to spend like two weeks with me while I'm here. And so you guys are in Southern California right now, right? Yes. We're in Southern California. We're um, yes. I live like three minutes away from USC's campus. Okay. That's yeah. a beautiful area. I lived in California for quite a while. I actually lived in Los Gatos, which is right outside of San Francisco. And then I also I know lived what? in Southern California in my yeah. young, younger days. So I know that you're having a really good time. So yes. uh, let's circle back to the house real quick. So tell me, oh, you yeah. did this video, how did that come about? Oh, yeah. Well, very crazy story. So um, I, because of Little House, because of writing that song, um, I applied for this program called Young Arts, which is a program for young artists to um, have an opportunity to submit some of the stuff that they're working on. And and it covers like all bases of art. So you submit your art um, and you, if you, if you win, or if you are a finalist, you get to fly, they fly you out to Miami to do like a week of master classes with people that are specialists in your field that, that you're, that you applied in. And so I, fortunately um was a finalist in young arts and got to fly out to miami um and through young arts i met these amazing guys who were in the film program and um i kept up with them um their their names are will will noise and thomas um thomas kim and we just we just kept in touch after young arts and um they ended up living in LA as well. Like they, they were living out in LA working and I was at school in LA and I was like, I really like want to like hang out with you guys. Yeah. And we, we just became really close friends and now they're some of my closest friends that I have here. And like, I knew that I wanted to make a music video with them because like I performed a little house at young arts and they saw me perform that song. And like, that's really like the reason that we became friends is just like seeing each other's artwork. And I was like, they just, it just was sort of like a thing where I was like, I want them to be the people to do the music video. So, well, I'm, I'm so impressed with the fact that, um, that you guys are smart enough to realize that in this, in the industry, especially now in the beginnings, that it's all relational and everybody's trying to do the same thing. And they're all trying to make, um, you know, make a name for themselves. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any other better way to say it, but, um, to collaborate with each other and, and to gain some knowledge in the process of doing Oh, of course. Yeah. It. And that, that, that's the one thing that I want everybody to hear when I when I'm introducing young artists and, and new artists that are playing and gigging and writing and whatever it is that they're doing is that don't talk about it. Just do it. And don't be afraid to start it. And uh, even though you might think that you don't have all of the, all the tools that you need, just get out there and do it because it, it's it's creativity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I think. Yeah. I think something important to remember, like for, for young artists, if I can, if I can speak about this for like one second, um, yes. but it, it's like what you said that those, those, um, connections that you're making with people, people often forget that, like those connections that you're making can be your friends. Like, like you, like, yes. like you can like just reach out 
and make friends with people and then just also appreciate their art and want to work with them. Like that just, that's just like a, I mean, that's something else. Like, like the friendship's the most important part. And then like the fact that they are also in film or something is just like an addition, like an additional cool thing that, that, that they do. And so, and that, that can help you or, or film or whatever, whatever the medium may be. And you can help them as well. My youngest daughter, and she'd probably kill me if she listens to this, but I'm not worried that she will. Um, (laughs) She's, she gets embarrassed to reach out to people. And I think that the one thing that all of us across the board need to remember from uh, every single person in the world is all navigating through this journey the same. We're all Mm -hmm. trying to find what our purpose is and, and, you know, what it is that we can glean from this life. And what I've learned is it's all relational and it's all about not being afraid to just reach out and talk to people and engage, be a part of other people's lives, because what you take with you at the end of the journey is not things, it's relationships. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's the most, um, to me, that's the most beautiful part about living this life and being in this world is having relationships with people. And I love getting to know new people and I'm loving getting to know you and I'm looking Thank forward you, to likewise. So I'm going to play Little House right now. And I want to encourage all of you to, to go on- online and watch the video because it's really, really cool. And I'm going to let her give you um, some places where you can see all of her stuff. But I'm going to play Little House right now. And when we come back, she's actually going to let us debut a new song that hasn't even been released yet. And I feel pretty, pretty special that she's doing that. So <laughs> right now, we're going to play Little House from Tippy, And we'll be right back on Texas Homegrown Music with Maylee Thomas. Little house on a hill How do you stand so tall, so still When the bad weather all around Doesn't knock you down Your roof's not missing a shingle Through non-cracked windows I watch the stars twinkle the storm is a brewing, but I am still viewing the sky. Little house in my head, filled with soft guitar playing that puts me to bed. The storm is still coming, but I am still humming lullabies. Up. 
So that's Christy Krueger, Dallas girl, singing Folsom Prison Blues. And she's got an amazing voice with styles that go from really jazz to country to folk. I mean, I've heard all kinds of stuff out of her and she's an amazing artist. So look her up, Christy Krueger. So we're back with Tippy, and I am so enjoying getting to know you, Tippy. I'm really looking forward to um, meeting you in person and seeing you gig. So when you're back in Dallas and you're playing your next um, whatever it is, I'm coming. You, Sounds I'm great. Be- I, would lo- I would love to see you there. Yeah. I'll probably embarrass you because I'll be hooting and hollering. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I love it. The more energy, the merrier. Yeah. So, um, so you've got this song you haven't released, and it's called Hello, Pen Pal, which mm-hmm. obviously about a pen pal um but uh, tell me what was the what was the premise of you, of this song yeah so um I had a friend like a longtime friend his name is Paxton Julian and he and I have been friends since um kindergarten and he moved moved away to Utah um when he was in second grade or or to California and the way that we kept in touch with each other because we were so young and we didn't have email or anything was by writing each other like letters we would write snail snail mail yeah yeah and it was just something like so wholesome and and sweet and we just kept doing it like all throughout um like elementary school to middle school um and he moved states and we lost touch for a minute and then he wrote me a letter and then we just kept talking after that and and eventually moved to email and to and to text um when we got older but I'm still friends with him and it's all because of writing each other letters. So it's sort of Yay, just like, that's that relationship thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. It just, it's, it's a very special like friendship that we have. And, um, so does yeah. the song is about him? Yeah. It's does he about, know? Yes, he does. I said, I sent it to him when I finished writing it. Um, I, I wrote it and it's just like about us like growing up together and, and like, remembering how we used to look and and catching up like through the letters mm-hmm. oh that's so sweet yeah, so um so we're gonna debut it here on uh, texas homegrown music hello pen pal before we go i want you to tell people where they can how they can find you and um and also you so you play the piano and you play the ukulele do you play i do i don't play any other instruments i enjoy messing around on this thing called the omni chord but you'll never see me playing that in gigs um okay like a, a 70s like electronic harpsichord thingy right. but i play yes I, I i play ukulele and keyboard those are like my main instruments mm-hmm. um and yeah so tell me how people can find you and spell your name for them so they don't mess it up no of course um so you can find me on instagram at Tippy Ballady. It's T-I-P-P-Y-B-A-L-A-D-Y. And that's where I post lots of updates about where I'm playing and song releases and um, just everything in between. Um, I'm also on TikTok under the same name. Uh, I um, You can listen to all my music on any streaming platform. I'm everywhere. Um, but you can just find me with my name again. Um, Tippy Ballady. It's T-I-P-P-Y-B-A-L-A-D-Y. And Hello Pen Pal is going to be released in a series. Um, it's going to be an EP with, I think, five other songs. I'm working with my friend. Oh, August. wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very exciting. It's the most that I've ever released at one time. Um, and ha- did you 
Ornament Modern Electric as well in Dallas or no? I I I've been recording these with my friend August, who lives um, in California now. Okay, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just out of convenience, you know. And, and also, I just love I love his work as well. Hello, pen pal. Do you remember me? The girl with pink glasses who wore her hair all sloppily. Two front teeth have grown in, but it's my smile just the same. Mm. I guess the set is out of the blue.
Well, I hope you guys really enjoyed getting to know this young artist. I know that I did, and I'm just loving the fact that I get to hear about all these artists in Texas that I wouldn't have known about had people not known about my show. So if you guys hear about an artist, be sure to send it to me. I, as you can see, when somebody tells me about somebody, I look them up and if they're got, if they've got some recorded music and they're halfway decent, I'm going to have them on the show because I'm all about introducing you, my listener to these people that are Texas artists. And I, I love it. And I'm, I'm just excited to share a lot of new music with you. Speaking of new music, I'm going to close the show with one of my favorite bands, which is Atlantis Aquarius. And this is a song that they released last year called Moonlight Night. So we're going to give you a moonlight night at the end of this um, segment and tell you that I really enjoy being with you every week. A shout out to the Guitar Sanctuary and Tupps Brewery for making this possible. And all you listeners for being a part of Texas Homegrown Music with me, Maylee Thomas. Peace out, everybody. Remember to love life and we'll see you next time. 